Hello, welcome to Motherhood Out Loud, a safe place for mothers to talk openly about their experiences without fear of judgment or shame. Our hope is for women to realize that we're not alone in the variety of emotions we feel and that we're able to provide a more loving community for future moms. Let's take take our our power back and and live motherhood out loud. With Carla and Cindy. Hey guys, welcome back to Motherhood Out Loud. So today's episode is going to be a little bit different. We don't have a guest, so it'll just be me and Carla. Um, We randomly selected a topic on a wheel generator, those things online. So the topic of today's episode is going to be mom guilt. Yay! Yay! Oh my God. I was hoping for like a more fun topic <laughs> off of our wheel. And I'm like, really? This is going to be a sad one, guys. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny though? It's going to be in part. It was meant by the universe because I send you that video in the morning on TikTok about the mom having certain expectations. And when you don't right. meet those expectations, you like feel guilty. But mom yeah. guilt. I mean, I don't even know where to start. I think it's something that nobody really talks about until you're experiencing it yourself, right? And then everybody's like, oh, yeah, like that's never going to go away. And you're just like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm going to feel like this crippling anxiety on a day-to-day basis for the rest of my life. Cool. I know. You're like, great. I know. It's funny because like you don't think – like we all have this perception of how like – our mom journey is going to be and what wonderful (laughs) feelings we're going to have. But I feel a lot of people don't talk about like the mom guilt they feel because it's the whole like, oh, you should be grateful for whatever ex you have. Right. And I remember I had a lot of like mom guilt when I went back to work because Mm -hmm. for two things, because like the first 12 weeks were rough. Like, I tell my friends now that I have babies, I'm like, oh, yeah, I kind of stuck those for two weeks. Like, it was so rough for me, like, everything. But then, like, right around, like, the 10-week mark, Cassie started getting, like, really, like, fun. Not fun, because not like she did much of that 10 weeks. But I I, I feel like I got, like, a rhythm, and I I was doing so much better. And then it's like, bam, you're going back to work, woman. And so then I was like, I miss being at work. And I really wanted to just get out of the house and going back to feeling like me. And then, but then I feel so guilty, obviously. And I think like we all go through that stage of like, but then I want to be with my baby. Like I finally got a hang of this. What do you mean? Now I got to go back to work. So right. yeah, mom girl started like day one probably. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it starts right away. I mean, even from like the choices of whether you're going to breastfeed or not. And whether you're going to, you know, co-sleep or not, you know, and then I don't think it helps that everything is so controversial. Like it cannot just be like, do what works for your family. It's like, no, either there's people that are on the internet that are like super against, you know, bed sharing, like you're going to kill your baby and like stuff like that. And then people like super for it. So it just gets confusing and it gets to like in into your head and you're like, am I doing the right thing? And it's just like never goes away. You're never doing the right thing. Those damn kids do whatever they want. <laughs> That's a thing too. It's like a lot of times like 
I try to be very go with the flow. You know what I mean? Like I, I try to just let go of expectations. I think that would be like my my um, advice to like a new mom is just like go with the flow because like Carla said, like the babies are going to decide what they want really. And like you just have to roll with it because you're going to fight them on things and maybe it's just not – like we talked about it. I don't know if we've talked about it here before but about the whole bed sharing thing and how that was never going to be our journeys and it is – now I mean, here you know. we are i know and that's like another thing that i remember i fought it so long i think it was like four weeks that i fought like no like my i mean i have a crib a beautiful crib that i'm so thankful that my mother-in-law bought for us it has no mattress we never bothered to get a mattress oh <laughs> and it's <God>. just <laughs> it's just storing cassie's toys my pregnancy pillow and the famous yoga ball that is like part of the family now and I remember I fought it for so long, right? Because I was not gonna, like you said, you you read all this stuff online, and you know you're told at the hospital about bed sharing and all the risk, which I understand there are risks, right? But I remember I fought it for so long, and then the first night that she slept with us, I slept so good, like that was the first good sleep I had in four weeks, and I mean I'm talking right. like maybe like two three hours, <laughs> but, but it felt, felt magical, like a new woman. Yes. And then I was like, and then I felt guilty, like, oh my God, like, what am I doing? Like, why am I doing this? And then I felt guilty of like, once we got into a rhythm, and then I felt guilty about like, oh my God, poor baby, she was suffering for four weeks away from me. Like I was forcing her and I'm like, girl, you're not gonna win. Like, you you just need to yeah, let no, it exactly. go. Like what you said, that's the whole like um, cycle of it because you initially are really stubborn about one decision and then, you know, you're kind of like, no, I can't do it the other way because I'm going to feel bad. Like that's, I'm going to feel guilty if I do it the other way, even though that seems like that's the way that we need to do it. Then you do it the other way and then you're like guilty about not having done it sooner. And you're just, it's just a cycle that continues forever i think we'll eventually not feel it like i think when we're like 60 like maybe <laughs> once we're grandmothers and then we will forget about all the guilt we had i know i'm gonna ask like i wonder if grandparent guilt is a thing too because if that's if that's true then i give up like no i don't think so they get to be fun they get to be the fun people then they have like zero expectations with the grandchildren they're just like, oh, yeah, I get to spoil you now. I get to do all this stuff. You get to go home with mom and dad. Bye. Yeah, bye. I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean, what's been like the, I don't know. I'm trying to think what's been the funniest thing I've, or like the most weird thing that I felt guilty over. I'm like, I mean, because it's like daily. You could feel guilty about so many things. Like yesterday, Yandel was eating Doritos like way more than he should have eaten in any universe and I was just like we need to take them away and he would just start crying and I'm just like I know this isn't good for you but at the same time do I want to fight you for the Doritos <laughs> I don't know <laughs> it's it, pick your battles man I don't know <laughs> well it was a, a comment and saw online the other day it's like you set your expectations and then your little human's gonna set their expectations and then you just mid in the middle because that's just the way it's gonna go. Like, yeah, I'm like trying to think 
like the silliest thing I feel guilty about with Cassie. I guess it's not silly, but I do remember when I finally decided I was I was done breastfeeding, and we had finally weaned her off. I kid you not, like three weeks later, maybe or four weeks later, she got sick, and we went through. So this was what, like in the mate maybe, and we went through a period where we didn't know what she had. Like we had no idea what she had. Like. She was spiking high fever. She tested negative for flu, COVID, like every single test. No, no ear infection. No, nothing with on her throat. Like everything was negative. She just had like really, really high um, antibodies on her blood, and so they ended up having to give her a shot of antibiotics. But like the doctor couldn't tell me. He's like, "Oh, it's probably something viral. We don't know. Like we're just gonna give her antibiotics as like a precaution." So she was like spiking really high fevers. And I remember, like, I was in tears, like, telling Ivan, I shouldn't have stopped breastfeeding. Like, this is this is why she's sick. And I was like, you know, that makes no sense. I'm like, yeah, but, like, she didn't want to eat. She didn't have – it was just, like, so weird. And um, she didn't want to eat. And so I was, like, trying to feed her, like, you know, like, Pedialyte and, like, little things like that just to keep her hydrated. And I'm like, if I was breastfeeding, like, none of this would have happened because she would have been hydrated. And then I was like, you were done. Like, you were mentally, physically, emotionally done with the breastfeeding journey. I'm like, I know, but I should have stopped. And then, (laughs) like, I was so over the breastfeeding part. And I remember, and then that happened. Like, obviously, it was, like, totally unrelated. Like, nothing would have stopped her from getting sick. Right. But in my head, at that point, I felt like the worst person because I wasn't breastfeeding. And I'm like, if I had, like, she would be okay. Which probably not. Like, now I'm just like, oh, my God, I'm so silly. But that was like But in that moment, you totally feel that way. Like, now you can laugh. But in that moment, you're like, you really do feel like that. It's crazy. I don't know why we feel so – I don't know. I don't know why we feel so much guilt. I wonder if dads feel that much guilt. Nah. Just kidding. (laughs) Dads don't feel anything. Just kidding. <laughs> they just feel when they finally the baby been screaming and they wake up and then they're like, oh, guilt of yeah. having you. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, they just feel tired. That's it. That's that's their one feeling. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming that they probably do to an extent, you know. But I don't know. I think moms. I think we're just wired so differently, you know. I, yeah, you know what, you're right. And then, like, at the beginning, it's just the kind of bond. I mean, which I know there are wonderful fathers out there, but, like, I just feel like a bond that you build with your baby. It's just so mm-hmm. different as a mom. At least in our case, like, Ivan has always had a really good relationship with Cassie, like, from the beginning. But you could mm-hmm. tell once she hit, like, toddlerhood, like, she's all about, like, dad. And so... Right. It's helped a lot with, at least on my end, on the guilt, because like now I feel like we are not 50-50 sharing like her, like like everything that she needs. Where I don't think I'll ever be 50-50 and I don't think that's ever the perfect scenario. Like some seasons in life, it's going to be like 90-10 and some other seasons is going to be like the other way around. But I feel like now that he gets to like interact with her and like she likes to do his things, it's helped a lot. And I feel like it helps him feel relieved and it helps me feel relieved but I know sometimes like I don't know that child has like a strong personality and like she tests your gangster like every <laughs> every five seconds and like you don't want to get mad right because like I never like I was never um 
my mom was strict, but she never scolded me. Like she just had like this aura of like, you're going to get in trouble. And so you just like listen to her. But like, I never want to be that parent that's yelling at Cassie. But like sometimes I'm just like, child, like chill. And she doesn't. And then I, I know I can get a little like snappy with her. And then I feel like mm. super bad afterwards. And I'm just like, oh my God. Or like, why didn't I do this for her? Why didn't I do that? But then eventually, I'm just get over it. I mean, I can't. I can't be carrying all the guilt every day. I know you. You really have to let it go because it's it'll consume you. Like I've had bad days where I just feel guilty. Like and it gives me so much anxiety. I don't know why. Like I like oh he watched too much TV today. Like oh I was on my phone too much today. Like we didn't go anywhere. Um, you know, and like I I'm not really good at playing with him that much. Like I just. I'm not that, I don't know, like the play thing kind of gets me. I don't know. I I can't, I don't do it as well. Like Chris does it way better than me. And I feel guilty about that because I'm like, I mean, shouldn't I be able to play with him? And like, I don't know, like, you know what I mean? I'm just not, I do it. I'm not good at it, you know? And then also with like his therapy, like they'll be playing with him, like all these cool things. And like, like this, uh, his therapist brought like this little, like uh, those salts, like those like, um, they hold like seasonings, like those containers, the mm-hmm. big ones. And she brought an empty one and it had like the little cap and it has the little holes. And she's like, oh, look, I brought this so we could try it, something new with him today. And then he has like these little like sticks that he already has as another game that he has. And she's like, look, we could have him put it in there. And I'm just like, I do not have that creativity. And then I feel guilty for that. And I'm just like, how, how is she like, she knows all these tricks and like, I'm over here, like not, I'm not teaching him anything. And Chris is like, Cindy, you do realize that this is her job, right? Like she went to school for this. (laughs) And I'm just like, yeah, but like, I don't understand. Like, how is she so creative? And he's like, let me say it again. Like she went to school for this and I'm like, I know, but I'm a horrible mom. And he's just like, dude, relax. You are fine. I know. It's like the little things that you do, but I don't know. Like the other day I was talking to my sister in law, right? About like expectations and like, we all have like these expectations of how we're going to mother and how we're going to parent. And, you know, I was just like telling her, like, I was like, just, just I was like, just worry about it when your kid is here. I was like, because like, no matter what you do, and I think this goes with anybody, not just mom guilt, but just guilt of being a human. Like, no matter how good intentions you have about something, you're still gonna mess up some way, right? Mm-hmm. And like, you just have. I was like, I was telling her, I was like, you just have to give yourself grace because whatever things you think you may be doing or expectations you have, like they may go out the window. And that's okay. I mean, yeah, like feel guilty, but I mean, eventually, like things are not gonna go as planned. So you're gonna feel guilty about anything. And like at the end of the day, like your child just kind of remembers your hope, right? That they only remember the good parts, and right. the bad parts are not as bad as we think. But I mean, we're all gonna end up in therapy at one point, aren't we? Whether no matter how wonderful childhood we had, like. We'll find something to be in therapy about. So I'm like, you know what? I'm trying to tell her I love her every day, every five minutes. Make sure she yeah. has all her necessities. And I'm like, she'll probably still find something in her teenage years to complain about. So no, you're <laughs> I'm right. like, we'll go with it. 
No, you're right. And I think for anyone that's like pregnant or thinking like your sister-in-law, like, yeah, you're, you're right. Like just kind of, you know, you can have the hopes of certain things that, you know, like I'm in no way do I want to knock down anything that you might have an idea of, because I, I know like being on the other end of that, it sucks. Like when I, when I want cloth diaper, like when I brought it up, people were like, you're not going to do that. Like, that's not going to happen. You know what I mean? And, and it sucks like to be told that because you're, you know, you do have like a hope and yeah, maybe they're right, but there's a different way of approaching it in terms of like, yeah, you know what? Like, cool. Like that's something that you want to do. But like you said, if it doesn't end up happening, like just be gentle with yourself. Like it, parenting is very, it's not like a linear thing. It's, it's, it's going to depend on your kid and, you know, your circumstances, their temperament, their personalities as well, you know, because not every kid is going to react to things the same way and you shouldn't feel bad about it. Like, you know, just take it like, okay, just go with the flow. Because if you're very set up in like, this has to happen, this has to happen. I feel like life has a way of, you know, sending you the kid that's going to do the complete opposite of what you were hoping (laughs) for. And then if you're really like hard on yourself, like that's not going to make any of it easier. And it's already really hard. Yeah. No, you're right. And then like when you say like pick your battles, like that's true. Like pick your main things that you want to focus on, like whether that's like with your child, with yourself, like and, you know, just pick whatever, whatever you're going to not even so much win or like why you're willing to like not, you know, kind of like not bend the rules too much. And then Mm -hmm. everything else, like just adapt to it. And like, it's funny, right? Because like when you hear, like when I hear you tell me stuff that you're going through, like I'm so kind to you, but then I'm so mm-hmm. hard on myself. And I love when you tell me right. like you have to use, give yourself grace. And like, I think you and I go back and forth a lot. It's like, well, why would you tell me if I was in your situation? And like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know what? I wouldn't be beating myself up for it. But we're right. so hard on ourselves. And I think a lot of that guilt is just, you know, obviously it's mom guilt, you feel it yourself, but it's a lot of like what we think others may perceive us as, or like we're trying to mm-hmm. compare our lives or our situation to someone else. And like, they may be going through something, you know, like something beautiful and something hard as well, where mm-hmm. we may think, oh, we feel guilty about this. And for them, they don't feel guilty about it, but they may have other struggles that we don't. And so, like, that's something, like, when I talk to you and I'm so honest about it, I'm like, oh, either we can relate or, like, nah, I don't feel guilty about that. But it doesn't dismiss your feelings, right? But right. you're often, like, yeah. comparing stuff. No, yeah, and I think, like, I mean, it's been said before, but, like, social media doesn't help, you know? You see all these, like, perfect moms and, like, perfect families, and you just wonder, like, man, how come... I don't, I don't know, get dressed up every day and take Yandel to, to the park and have all these awesome adventures every day. But I mean, like you said, you don't know what's going on. And, and a lot of people nowadays, I mean, I think you do run into those that are very willing to be honest, but it's hard sometimes to, to be vulnerable and like talk about the things that you're struggling with too, because you don't want to be judged, you know? Like, I feel like, with the bed sharing thing, that's like a big thing that I think me and you do that a lot of people would probably, you know, say you guys shouldn't be doing that. That's super dangerous. 
But you know what? Like at the end of the day, like we did that in a safe manner, as safe as we could. And it was between that or losing our minds. Like there's literally like, (laughs) it's like you either, and I learned that from you when you decided to bed share. I think you had told me like, if this ends up being you or something like that, like don't wait that long. And literally day two, Yandel was in my bed. Day two of his life. He only slept like, no, maybe not day two, maybe a week later. I mean, we tried it and it didn't work. And I was just like, you know what? It's not going to work. And I'm not going to like beat myself up over it. Like it just is what it is. He likes to be next to me and, and that's it. I mean, what am I going to do? I, it's better than, than I dropping him on the recliner because I fall asleep with him in my arms. I mean, that's not safe either, you know? Yes. And I'm just like, you know, and then I, I understand some people have their reasons as to why they don't want to, because I mean, they're valid reasons. I mean, Cassie's right. two and a half and it's over here kicking me in the back some days. Right. Uh, but then some days you're just cuddling with me and, you know, and it's whatever decisions you have, like you make, like, just like kind of like make peace with it. But then another thing that at least on my part, like things I feel guilty about, like some things I can't control, right? Like when Cassie gets sick, like I can try to mitigate the risks, but like she goes to daycare and that child puts everything and anything she finds in her mouth and her hands are always on her mouth. And so, like, there's stuff I can do, but another thing is, like, just unfollowing whatever medium, whether that's on social media or people, that's just bring you down. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I think I've told you that where I'm like, I don't need that negativity. And sometimes I, I find myself going down the rabbit hole of, like, comparing my life or my expectations I had with, like, what other people are doing. Mm-hmm. And I, I've learned to kind of, like, okay kind of like stopping myself like usually I try to catch myself early on but you know I don't and uh and I'm like okay like what what is this doing other than bringing me down other than me make feeling guilty about things I'm like I just need to unfollow anything that brings me down anything that's kind of like whether that's like I don't know like TikToks of people that I follow online or social media like Instagram when people post like beautiful pictures or like mm-hmm. oh they're taking their 100th trip of the month and I'm just like, okay, like, why am I constantly, like, picking at the wound that's already upsetting me? So that's, like, another thing. Like, right. Just kind of, like, I love social media, but, like, sometimes, like you say, it can be really um, upsetting. And when I find myself kind of, like, getting that negative feeling, I'm like, okay, let's let's take a break of, not social media in general, but, like, just of that account, of that person, of that comment or whatever it is. No, I think that's like a great tip because you you should only allow, you know, you have control over what you allow in your life. And if it's just making you more upset or more sad or guilty or whatever, then yeah, take a break from it. Because I don't think people post things to intentionally make you feel that way, but it's your perception and it's also your responsibility to, you know, to cut those out or not you know, not talk to that person or whatever it may be. Yeah. And then like the, the things are going to change, you know, as your kids grow, um, as they develop their personalities and like habits and stuff, like you're going to find something new or it's going to find you. You're not going to find, it's going to find you to feel guilty about. And then you're just kind of like, I don't know, give yourself the grace you will give to a friend in need. 
And that's something yeah, exactly. I, it's so hard for me to do, but thanks to you and another friend that kind of keeps me grounded, I'm like, okay, fine. I guess you guys. What do you mean it's hard for you to do? Because I, I feel like I'm super hard on myself. Like you know, I'm like very type mm. A on certain things, right? And I was like, oh, if I should have, like, one thing to me is like. If I sh- if this is my plan and I did one two three and four, how come I didn't get the result I wanted? Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, because like if if someone comes to me with that, I'm like because things change, right? Like I'm telling people like things change. You need to reevaluate your values, blah blah blah. But when it happens to me, I'm so hard on myself about why well, did everything like where did I go wrong? It's like well maybe I didn't go wrong. Maybe like external factors went wrong. You know, right. and so that's something that I'm like trying to like be kind to myself because eh, we have enough to deal with than to be adding it to the beautiful topic of mom guilt. <laughs> no, yeah, and and you and you're right. Like we have to also mimic what our kids are gonna end up. Well, act, display what our kids are gonna end up copying. You know, and if our kids see us being so hard on ourselves. Like I, I have, I have to really be aware of what I say sometimes. Like when I talk about myself in front of Yandel, and I know he doesn't talk right now or anything, but he understands a lot. And I don't want him to be like, "Oh well, mommy doesn't like her body. Mommy doesn't like," you know what I mean? And like take that upon himself and like think that that's how we're supposed to be thinking. You know what I mean? In the same yes. way of like, if we don't show ourselves grace and we're so hard on ourselves, like we don't want our kids to also be that way and think, oh, well, I have to do this perfectly. If not, I'm going to be so upset or mommy's not going to like me because mommy likes everything to be a certain way or whatever. You know what I mean? And that's not the case. Obviously, like if our kids were to come up to us and tell us like, mom, this didn't go right and and I feel so bad about it and it's all my fault. Like we wouldn't just be like, oh yeah, like it is your fault. You know <laughs> like, what I yep. mean? Like yeah, <laughs> we would be like, no, it's not your fault. Like things happen and you're right. It's, it's easier said than done to show ourselves that same kind of grace. But I mean, we have to, that's the way we have to keep ourselves going. No, I agree with a lot of that. Another thing that I noticed is that and I and like you mentioned earlier, like, oh, did I spend too much time on the phone? And sometimes I find myself doing that like on the weekends, uh, because usually I try to just keep my working hours during like normal business hours. Mm-hmm. But obviously this month in January, I'm like super busy. And so I try to like if I already know Cassie's like entertained with something, like she's playing, I battle a lot of like man, should I just get the laptop and get this like this qu- like quick email out? Should I send this mm. report out? Because she's busy, right? And then I'm like, because I'm trying to grow my business. I'm trying to do these things. And so the other day, she she took full ownership of my iPad. Like that iPad no longer belongs to me. That is Cassie's <laughs> iPad. <laughs> and so the other day, like she was super entertained, like playing with this like thing that um, this like little unicorn thing that she has. And I, I snuggly got the laptop and I started like slowly typing this email. And it must have been like a Saturday like afternoon. Like we had done nothing all day. And then 
we did nothing that afternoon. And I was like, right. just typing and I'm, I'm just going to get this email. That's it. I'm not going to do anything else. And then she's like, mommy, work. And then she goes to get the iPad and she like pretends that she's typing. <laughs> and I was just like, oh, my God. Like, I don't want her to think like mommy's working all the time. And uh-huh. I was just like, no, baby, like not, not work. And she's like, mommy, work. And then like, but she said it like such a smile, like we we're playing. But right. then of course, like she wasn't upset about it. It's not like she was doing anything that needed my attention. Like she was just like doing right. her own thing. But then, uh, but then of course, right away, I was like, oh, I feel so guilty. Like I should have, but then I was like, she literally wasn't paying attention to me either. Like, why am I feeling mm-hmm. guilty? But yeah, like as soon as she said, mommy work. And I was like, oh, I don't want her to think of that because that's something I, um, I resented a lot when I was a kid. My parents were always working. Oh, my parents always like um, on the weekends, like their job just their their both of their jobs required them to work Saturday and Sunday because they were business owners, and that was when they had the most business. So their days off were Monday and Tuesday. But of course, I was in school at that point, so we didn't do mm. much fun stuff. So I don't want that for Cassie, right? But then it's like that ingrained in me is like, well, this quick email, like she's not doing anything with me. But I'm just She's not gonna, paying like, attention. Yeah. Yeah. Like she wasn't like she literally I could have walked out of the living room and she just wouldn't have like care. But she's always like watching. She's like it's those little things like they're always watching. You think they're not. And like she was all excited. Yeah. Like, Mommy, it work. Because I let her play with a keyboard. Like when I really need to focus, I like let her play right. with this keyboard and she swears she's working too. <laughs> but I was like, oh, I don't want her to think mommy. Mommy just works. <laughs> Mommy's always working. You're like, no. <laughs> yeah. And then I like feel so bad. But then like when I have to wake up at six and send out all the emails I didn't send out the day before, I'm like, oh. then I feel guilty because I didn't do the efforts. Like last week, hmm. we had a uh, Monday off, right? Like I haven't had Monday off because it was a federal holiday. And then Friday, Cassie didn't feel like going to daycare. Like she just straight up said no. And I was like, okay, whatever. Like we'll do something fun today. But basically I lost two working days for myself. Wow. So then, of course, I was, like, behind on work and the person that I am. So I felt guilty about that. But, I mean, obviously, I don't regret spending time with her. But then I'm like, oh, I did fall behind. So I, I can see where she's like, mommy, work, mommy, work. And I was like, mm. No, yeah, like, and I think it's different, too, because, I mean, you're a business owner and, like, you're running your own business. And so you're, like, the backbone of that. You know what I mean? And then you're also, like, the backbone of the family, and so how do you balance like all of that guilt that can come from both sides? You know, like you said, I sometimes feel guilty because I sh- could have done work, but I decided not to. And, you know, like, ugh, that's you don't hard. Win. You know, I think I've seen this online and I heard it from like a, like someone that I follow on social media. She's like a, a really good coach for like people in that industry for me. And I remember, Mm -hmm. like, I know she got it from somewhere else, but it was about, like, every responsibility that you have, like, treated as a a ball, right? Like, some, and I think you heard this before, it's like, some of them are crystal balls, and if you let them fall, they're going to break, and it's going to shatter, and it's going to be, like, terrible. But some of the balls are plastic or rubber, like, they're going to bounce back. It's fine if you drop that ball, because it's okay, you can eventually do it. So, Mm -hmm. like, whatever, like thing you're trying to juggle with versus like whether it's work whether it's family like extended family or your own children like priorities are going to change all the time there's going to be things you're going to be feel guilty about but like sometimes you just and there's no magic number there's no like 
focus on the top three things, blah, 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 or like the top five, like just focus on like what's really important. Like, okay, I can never drop the ball on this. Like, this is super important. Like whatever Mm -hmm. that is to you and, you know, to your family. And then the rest kind of like decide, is this a crystal ball or is this like a glass ball or is this like a rubber ball? Like if I drop this ball, like, is it going to be okay? If I don't send this email Mm -hmm. out for a client that is just like a follow-up email, I'll be fine. I can send it tomorrow or the day after. Is it like a deadline for my client that if I don't meet the deadline today, like we could get in a lot of trouble? Then maybe that email is a little more important. And Cassie eating mac and cheese for dinner and not like a healthy balanced meal is it's okay. She'll be fine for one day, you know? Right. And so <laughs> like those things, because like she like those are the little things that I'm like, okay, like kind of remember, like prioritize what what's really important. And some things are, I mean, things are gonna fall through the crack, no matter like how hard you try sometimes. Right. But but it's just, yeah, no, I think that's actually, it's pretty funny because I, I talk about that with my clients. Like I just saw some clients last week and I did their prenatal appointments. And that was one of the things I talked to them about, um, to prepare for postpartum is, is the whole glass ball and, and plastic ball. Like what do you guys consider glass balls? And what do you consider plastic balls? just so you guys keep in mind, like, what are your priorities as a family to keep things going, you know, that won't be terrible if certain things are let go of, but what are the things that are super important that maybe would cause a big issue if you dropped, you know? And so I do talk to them about that. And yeah, you're right. It's, it's important to figure out as a family, what, what are those, um, glass balls that we don't want to drop and I think that will help you let go of some guilt if the plastic balls drop because not everybody is going to have everything up, you know, balancing everything perfectly. Like that's not possible. It's just that everybody has different priorities. Like, for example, some people have to have super clean homes because mm-hmm. but it's more of like a mental thing. Like they either have like OCD or they just really cannot focus when their house is dirty. And it's like detrimental to them. Like they cannot, you know, they can't function. So to them, that's going to be a glass ball. So yeah, on social media, they might be posting that their house is impeccably clean. And you're like, oh man, I can't even clean, keep my house clean like for one second. But it's like, you don't understand that that's also for them something that if it's not done, like they cannot function. So mm, for yes. them, it's that they put a lot of effort, but then you're not looking at the plastic balls that they're dropping to do this you're just seeing that one thing and it's because it's important to them yeah and it's like no no judgment like if they're dropping other plastic balls that you would be like horrified to drop you know but it's like no because they they're different than us like they think differently they function differently like I can I can function in a mess like my house is a mess you know and no I somebody told me what did she say oh someone told me something so funny let me see if I could find it about keeping the house clean. And I was just like, that's so, that's me. That's me right there. It was like, let me see. Cause she sent, she sent it to me and I thought it was so funny. I'm like, wait, am I going to keep a spotless uh, house? No, uh, yeah. No. That, that golden hour after my house cleaner comes every week. That yeah, golden and I mean, hour between her leaving and Cassie arriving. 
And that too, like sometimes people have their house really clean, but you don't understand that it's not them doing it. And not no no shade to that. I mean, cool, you know, like I, I, I've been thinking about getting someone to come help clean the house. But also it's like you have to take into consideration that it's not it's something that they're paying for or whatever the case may be. And that's why it's like that. It's not that they're better than you or that they, you know, they figure things out better. Like it's just not always the case. And like, so she told me my house is a place of expression, not impression. And that's like, that's (laughs) me. My house is very artistic. If you look at it that way, we're very expressive in this household. You can see all of our feelings. Like we all love eating in the morning and the dishes are on the sink. And then Cassie yeah. loves to play and paint. So there's plain like paint and toys everywhere. Or painted yes. toys. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna steal that saying forever. It's a place of expression, not impression. I'm like, yes, that's how I feel. You know, it's funny because I this has been like an argument between me and Ivan since like we started dating, like or since mm-hmm. we moved in together, maybe not dating, but since we moved in together, like to me, I grew up with a family, like my mom and my dad were okay with having a, you know, and back then we had the financial means to do it. So we had a nanny slash housekeeper that came to our house every day. She cooked for me and my brother. Mm-hmm. She cleaned the house. And my mom could focus on her business and my dad could focus on like his thing, right? Like working and whatever he needed to do. So that's just the way that I grew up. Ivan grew up in a totally single mom household. His mom worked all the time. She kept an immaculate home and it was hard for her, right? So Ivan grew up helping her clean and helping her do a lot of things. Where I learned, I grew up a different way and I learned to value like quality time with my family versus cleaning the home because one, it wasn't a big deal to me or two, I could just pay someone else to do it. Like that's just the way I grew up. And Ivan was like, well, no, we didn't do that. So once we moved in together, like for me, Saturday morning, I was like, yeah, let's go have brunch with someone. Let's go to the farmer's market. Let's go do something. And Ivan's like, no, like we need to clean first. And I'm like, oh gosh. I'm like, no, it's beautiful mm. outside. I, like, And now that we have Cassie, it's like, you, you just can't keep a clean house with Cassie. Like you just, I will feel more guilty spending time cleaning the house than I will feel like using up that Saturday morning or Sunday morning, being out with her somewhere, especially when the weather's like nice. Like mm. we could have gone to the park. We could have done this. I mean, I feel worse about that. But I was like, no, I'd rather she has a clean place to be than being out and about. And so, like, even, like, within, like, a family, like, we both had to kind of, like, learn to prioritize. And so, like, if if I already know I'm going to have something going on, like, even with my husband, I'm like, okay, well, I'll make sure to get the dishwasher running at night. I'll make sure to wipe down all the counters. So, in the morning, we literally eat breakfast and leave right? and not have to be, like, rushing. And, like, but, you know, it's, like, even within a household, you have different priorities. And, like, you're going to feel guilty about something. Like, sometimes I do feel guilty. Like, oh, I should have done this. But then, like, when I'm already out doing the stuff that I enjoy, like, the guild is gets elevated. I guess. It's like, oh, it's okay. It's not too bad. Like, I, I'm glad mm. I did this. I'm glad I did this instead of letting me be guilty about something else. But, I mean, yeah. that's just the way. That's just one of the things. Like, to me, the cleaning part is, like, a big ugh, pain in the rear. Yeah, that's, I mean, I would rather clean than cook any day. So I, I'm kind of like on the fence of that one. I don't know. 
it's just a lot of little things that, oh man, like, you know, but there's things that you do have to do to keep like the household going. So it's, it's hard to, but I mean, you're going to have your good days. You're going to have your bad days. I think at the end of the day, just trying to like forgive yourself at the end of the day and be like, you know what, today might've not been the best day for whatever reason, or I'm feeling a lot of guilt for this or that, but tomorrow's a new day and we get to try again and see what happens, you know? Because was that saying, it's a, it's a bad day, not a bad life. So, mm -hmm. you know, and then I know eventually like it's just all a, com a composite of like good and bad days and hopefully like they, they balance each other out eventually because, you know, just give mm -hmm. you, like we say, like give yourself the grace and understand that values change and ask for help. Mm. Whether that's from, you know, family, we have family, friends, and like, and I don't mean like sometimes like the help is not even so much like physically come help me do something or help mm. me feel better, but just even ask them for advice or vent or be able to share something or ask them for tips, like what can I do or like what worked for you? It may not work for you, like whatever advice they give you, but at least like I feel like. There's some sort of like healing process that happens when you're just honest with whoever your confidant person is, right? Like maybe your sister, mm -hmm. maybe your neighbor, maybe a coworker, whoever it is. Like just kind of like, I feel like sometimes just like releasing that guilt and like just sharing it with someone helps that when you like bury it down and just try to like, I'm going to be better, I'm going to be better. And like you never deal with it. Like sometimes just like sharing it, asking for help, like it, it may make help you realize that it's not such a big deal or that someone else is going through it. And then you try to make them feel better. And then in the process, you kind of like feel make better yourself about yourself. Better. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think saying it out loud makes a big um, difference. And I think that even goes back to like why we started this too, is because certain things need to be shared. And I mean, I'm not saying you don't have to like blast it to the world. Right. But like you said to the, people that you really trust and tell them like, Hey, I'm struggling with this or what can, what would you suggest that I do? Or, or how do you keep your house so clean? And then even in that, like they might tell you like, Oh dude, yeah, my house is really clean, but like you should see this or I struggle with this or it's really clean because I hired someone to clean for me. Like I needed to do that, whatever, you know, like you're, you'll find out that what we see is just not always the full picture. And sometimes if you ask people, they're willing to tell you like, oh no, like this is because this, or or you should try this. This is what I do or whatever, it, you know, whatever it could be. But I was reading some things right now about ways to like fight the mom guilt. And it's a lot of things that we, we talked about, like to forgive yourself, to stop comparing yourself to people and to treat yourself like you would treat a friend, which is what we were talking about. Like you would never tell your friend a lot of the things that you tell yourself. And um, that's so true. And also to celebrate your little mom wins that you might have. And no matter how small, like, you know, something small you did, I played with him for a little bit today and I didn't feel like guilty or like I wasn't doing it right or whatever it, you know, whatever the case may be. But, and then another one is like practicing self-care, which I think for me, I, I feel a big difference when I'm able to, to step away and do something for myself, like whether it be like ride my bike or 
whatever, even if it's like 30 minutes, like I feel better coming out of it. Cause I'm like, okay, well I got to like release the stress and let it go a little bit. And now I feel like I could do this again. Cause I think if you don't give yourself any self-care, like that sucks. I don't even know how, like I was thinking of of your mother-in-law, like, I mean, she kept her household running and but I mean, Ivan doesn't know, and I don't think any of us would ever really be able to know because I don't even know that she'd openly express, but like how hard it must have been for her too. Like, I mean, just because everything looked, you know, Ivan felt like the house was clean, everything. I mean, she must have also been like in her car crying sometimes. You know what I mean? Like, And it's like, and then like another thing with that is like, it's different. People have different strengths and different weaknesses, right? And like, we're, we're talking about that on how hard it is in some people. And the other day, my sister and I were, and um, my sister and I and I were talking, and I was just telling her how I'm so fed up with cooking dinner. I'm like, I don't mind the cooking. I don't want to be coming up with the grocery list and the recipes and the meal plans, like. I just want somebody to tell me today you're making enchiladas, tomorrow you're making cheeseburgers, and the next day you're making fish tacos. And that's it. Like somebody tell me, get me the ingredients and I'll physically do the work. And she was like saying, really? Like you you don't, she's like, I enjoy it. I really genuinely enjoy it cooking. And she's like, it's, uh, it's like, I like, and then she was telling me, she's like, my husband doesn't get a say on what we eat for the week though, because she loves it. And I was just like, What? you like cooking? <laughs> like it was such a baffling <laughs> idea. And then I was like, I couldn't understand it. And then I was telling her, I was like, but then I was telling her about how I have my budget and I know what like our utilities need to be paid. I know what like debt we have that we need to pay, like, you know, our mortgage or cars or solar panels, like all this stuff. And then she was just like, give me this glassy look because we were facing me. She's like, oh no, I can't do that. <laughs> like straight up she's yeah. like no he handles that it's like that is so boring because like, i just learned how much our expenses were the other day it's like i never have to worry about it and then it was just like what do you mean like what what do you mean you don't like know this and i was like and then it was funny and i started laughing and i'm like okay fine like it's one of those things like i'm good at it and i'm gonna embrace that part of me and let go of whatever else i'm not good at or i don't enjoy and you know we need to do the same thing when it comes to mom guilt like some of us may be really, really good at being creative and having a lot of that child interaction. But you know mm-hmm. what? Maybe you may be a kick-ass mom when your kid's a teenager because you'll like to right. play video games with them or you'll like being with them at their sporting events. Like just because you don't feel like you're a wonderful, amazing, super mom right now, it doesn't mean you may not eventually be that in the future, right? Like you'll mm-hmm. be great at certain things later on. Like. I can't wait until Cassie has like dancing recitals. Am I any good at dancing? No, I'm not. Am I going to be cheering her on and like being excited about it? Like I may be a better mom at that point, a very supportive mom, even if right Mm -hmm. now I don't really get into her baby play. Right. Right. Or maybe your kids, maybe it won't happen until your kids are in college and you're having a very intellectual conversation with them because sitting down on the floor playing with them may not be your forte. But when they are, I don't know, maybe in college doing research, you can have a really good conversation with them and help them and guide them. And that's your mm-hmm. moment to shine. You know, like, oh, yeah. there's no, just you're these, right. these in life. I think that's like really cool what you said, because I think for me, what I struggle with a lot right now is like 
because Yandel doesn't talk. And mm-hmm. so I have a lot of guilt associated with the fact that he doesn't talk as well. Like if I did that to him, which I mean, I know that I didn't do it to him. Like it's just right now, like he's a pandemic baby. A lot of babies are having issues speaking. He's not around a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. Like he's mostly with adults all the time. And so there's a lot of guilt in a lot of ways with the fact that he doesn't talk. But I also feel like I'm waiting for my moment to shine as a mom when he starts talking. Because right now I feel like I'm very, like I'm a very big ec- introvert, which I don't know if a lot of people would know that about me. Because <laughs> I feel like I come off very extroverted. But as Carla could attest to, I'm actually very introverted. But I do <laughs> like to talk. Like when I when I know someone, like I do like to talk. And I feel like that's when I'm going to be like, I'm going to shine when it's more like deeper conversations. And I know I'm not going to get that from him anytime soon, right? Like he can't even mm-hmm. talk right now. But, and when he does, I'm sure it's going to be like, mommy, give me food kind of thing. <laughs> not like, what do you think about life? You know, what's the meaning <laughs> of life? I know he's not going to ask me that. But like, I do feel like you're right. Like at different points, like our strengths will come out. And I think like with Chris, like he's going to shine a lot in like later toddlerhood and in childhood because Chris is very playful and he loves to play and he likes to like, let's go run, let's go do this, let's go, you know, like that's where he will shine. And also having grace for our husbands, I guess, now talking about this a little out loud because there's like a lot of pressure at the beginning because the babies depend on us so much that you almost feel like, what are you doing, dude? Like, you know, where is your place in this? Why aren't you helping? But I mean, I think at at some, when they're newborns into like early toddlerhood, the dad is kind of like trying to find his place too. And Mm -hmm. I know we've talked about it before with like Ivan that, you know, they're trying to figure out like, I know I'm a dad, but like, where do I fit in into this? Because the baby only wants mom. And trying, and then the mom is like, dude, I'd like, why does the baby only want me? And I think a lot of times moms have that heavy responsibility at the beginning, but then you kind of start switching hands where you could kind of give the baby to the dad and dad is like, okay, cool. Like now I can shine here. But yeah, you're right. We're all, we're all going to have our seasons of like, we struggle a little bit more. Like I think earlier today, I saw some girl I follow on social media was like, which which was easier for you, newborn stage or toddlerhood? And to me, I think newborn was easier for me. Mm-hmm. And she was the opposite. For her, it was toddler. Like she's like, I struggled so much with the first year of his life, you know? And and I think it also like it has a lot to do with the type of baby, the temperament and all of that. But also personalities, like just maybe some people don't do good with the newborn stage and they cannot wait for it to be over when other people are like, Ugh, the toddlerhood, I can't deal with it, you know? And then the guilt of like, why can't I deal with toddlerhood or why can't I deal with newborn stage, you know? Yeah, and this is going to be different. And so it's like, eventually we'll shine. Eventually, like, it'll it'll shift. But it's just like the little things that you're just like, okay, like, I guess you're waiting for the next milestone. I I find myself being very guilty about this. And I think it kind of like adds on to my guilt is that, I'm I'm a planner and I like to look at the future and sometimes I feel like I'm rushing the here and now because I want mm-hmm. the what's what if in the future right like I told I told Ivan like I see I see families traveling all the time 
And we're booking a new vacation, blah, blah, blah. And we just got back from here. And I'm like, well, why aren't we doing that? Like, why aren't we doing this? I can't, And then I find myself saying, oh, I can't wait till we're done having kids so that we can take big family trips. And he'll sometimes like ground me. He's like, enjoy the today. Enjoy the, the right now. We'll get there eventually. Like, the kids will be older. You know, Cassie won't have a meltdown in the airplane and screaming that she wants crackers or whatever she's screaming about the point, right? But like sometimes it's just like, just enjoy the now, the today. It may not always be pretty. It may not always be beautiful. But, you know, eventually we're going to look back. And I find myself this a lot with Cassie. Like now that, I, you know, Facebook memories like showed her when I was, when she was a baby. And I was like, oh my God, I want my baby back. But no, we can't go mm-hmm. back in time. And had I, you know, had I like realized that at that point, or even now just kind of remembering, like enjoying what she is, it's not all going to be beautiful. It's not going to be perfect, but it's perfect for us right now. I'm like, okay, Mm -hmm. like try to focus on that and then have a glass of wine or four, whatever you need. (laughs) (laughs) Whatever gets you through the day. (laughs) Yeah. Whatever, just venting or a shower sometimes. (laughs) Yes. Anything. I mean, yeah, a shower. That's my go-to just escaping for a little bit, but you're right. I mean, like guilty about, yeah, I mean, we're going to, you if you're so guilty, you're also going to miss out on memories and you're going to miss out on the now because a lot of times the guilt is more like geared towards, well, if I, the effects of something, right? So Mm -hmm. like we're not, he ate chicken nuggets for the third day in a row, the long-term effects of like his health, like that's what you think. Like we're, you know, he's going to not want to eat chicken. Like he's only going to want to eat fried foods. Like you start thinking of that instead of just like, taking it as a, you know, a small loss that day, but enjoying the rest of the day. Because if you're consumed in the thought of like those guilty thoughts, you're not living in the now. And like those, the time goes so fast. And like, even now I think, and I'm like, sometimes I feel sad because I'm like, I cannot remember what it was like when he was little, like a newborn baby. Like I think, and I think, and I'm like, it's crazy. It's only been about two years and I have a hard time like thinking of his face when he was little. I'm like, I cannot imagine in 10 years, like that memory is probably not even gonna. Yeah. It's going to be gone. Like, exist. Like, like I'm going to have to look at the photo and really like think about it. You know, it's sad, but like, yeah, we cannot stay in that guilty time because we're the the time's just gonna pass us by and we're just gonna be feeling guilty and not appreciating what we have and the wins that we have and the time that we do shine and you know we're just gonna be sad about it (laughs) and it's just gonna life is not gonna forgive it's just gonna keep going regardless yes it's gonna keep going that's so true that is yeah things are gonna keep going and so just keep Keep moving forward. Keep focusing on what you need to focus. But I think that was beautiful what you said right now. Yeah, I think you inspired me a lot. I think just being present, living in the now, and knowing that maybe this isn't the time in our child's life where we feel the most confident or we feel like maybe this isn't utilizing, like, our skills the best, you know? Like, for me, like, where I, I feel like I'd do a lot better if he spoke and if we could talk. And I feel like I'd be more present at that point, but that time will come and just trying to like accept that not everyone is good at every stage in motherhood. Not everyone is going to be like 10 out of 10 every stage in motherhood. And we just have to like 
have grace for ourselves and be like, hey, you know what? Like maybe you're not the best at it right now, but enjoy it as much as you can because the time is going to go fast and you'll get your time to really like shine eventually. But also thinking like, let's not rush it because that time is going to come. We just have to enjoy it now. Yes. Yay. Yeah. But I hope that was helpful, guys. If you guys have any, obviously that was just us like going on, you know, just talking about it from our perspectives. If you guys have anything to say, reach out to us and yeah. Thank you guys. Thank you. Till next time.